Suffocation and make believe, even the temptations they never designed to deceive, and it's so done. Today I ride alone, I won't be coming home. Today I ride alone, I don't know where I'm going. But I'm going on my own today. I ride alone. Heavy is my heart, and it's broken good. I need a full head start, Lord. Maybe you misunderstood. That it's so done. I only got one saddle, oh, and it's painted gold. So giddy up, skedaddle, Lord, I'm getting old. And it's so done. Today I ride alone. I won't be coming home today. I ride alone. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going on my own today. I ride alone. Don't ask me to come along, and I can't be reached by phone today. I ride alone. And don't you try to find me. Let me sing like a stone. Today I ride alone. She never ran for the roses, but she'll ride on right along. Today I ride alone. Ingram kind of songs in my head, going down this lonesome road. Today I ride alone. Today. I ride alone. Yeah, today yeah, I ride alone. Hi, everybody. That was Gary Hector's "Today I Ride Alone" from his album National Crash. Now let's listen into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've been digging your head gear too, man. That's cool. <laughs> Excellent. I'll- Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. No thanks, man. Mo. Yeah. It's great to have 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 you here. Um, uh, I love national trash, but I don't think it should should be called national trash. 
think it should be <laughs> national treasure treasure yeah. treasure yeah, yeah. Well, yes perception yeah oh i mean it's amazing i mean uh hearing you and seeing seeing you and speaking to you all the way in trin trinidad i'm thinking wow how did how did you get get here to this point where is it like calypso meets con country and western yeah well i'm a bit of a searcher and a journeyman and that kind of stuff so i i like to just check stuff out you know so i mean my um yeah our country is is calypso and steel pan and all that and of course reggae in the caribbean and that would be the main stuff but you know uh, there's a lot of underground things here too you know underground rock underground rock and roll hip-hop we have a rap so movement too and so yes um i mean i i into songwriters and so on and i guess if you're really deep into songwriting you would get you would start heading towards that americana and country stuff eventually you know so just to do something new too and you know, just keep my mind functioning yeah Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that title song, song, song of yours is amazing. To the today, I ride alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thank you. Fantastic. That's a good single. It's a killer track. Absolutely <laughs> killer track. It, it good not, man. Not only sets up the scene for for the whole album, but it's like your calling card. It's just like this is who I am and this is my sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're, you're making some sense there. I mean, I just, you know, I just write the songs and, and try to get the word across of this is what I do. As you as you know, this is not easy to get songs heard in, in these present times. But so, I mean, so again, thanks for you having me here so we could transpire the word and talk about it. Um, how would you say that you can describe yourself as an artist now with, with, with this album and i know that you've done me music before this mm -hmm. yeah well uh you see uh, what happened is i've just gone solo you know yeah, yeah and I, I i was in bands all, all all the time and i just well i didn't have more mental room or just had enough to just make a little change I thought the band was around for a long time. We we played up to, in London and so on, where you are. Yeah. Um, and I just decided the work was over and and it's time to just sort of challenge my own mind and and, and try something not different. I still see a lot as the same. I mean, yes, people saying it's a bit country and it's a bit uh, Americana and so on. I don't call it anything. I just call it songs, you know. So exactly, it's music at the end of the day. It's beautiful music. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there's no, no need to put any label on the music because it's it, it narrative where the music can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I say, you know, I mean, I understand where, where labels come into play and so on and why they have to. I mean, even to fill out a form, you have to say, well, it's what genre and then they have specified genres. And But I'm also not the type to like, no, I am just. Um, into everything. I mean, I it is a American and country album. I'm a rock and roller, and I'm yeah. proud of it. So, and I'm serious about it. I'm not just dabbling and and, and no. having making fun. You know, it's, it's a serious thing. And 
talk, talk to us a bit about the video as well. The video? Yeah. The music video, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that was uh, that was done by a director called Walt Lovelace, and uh, we have a 30 year working relationship. It's about like our ninth project together, video and documentary, and so on. So we we have a very close relationship. We 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 know each other inside out, and so on. So it's just a matter of discussing the idea. He came up with the idea of the of the rocking horse. And yeah, okay, right, let me see if I could get one made. And a, a good friend of mine, Jerry, after say big thanks to him, he really pulled me out with making that horse. It's still in, in the living room outside, man. I just <laughs> don't know what to do with it, you know. So yeah, and um the concept was like, you know, those old Western movies where they would have motion behind, yeah. but you still and uh, yeah, okay, cool. I like that. So no fuss, no fight, let's just get on with it, you know. So and it's pretty cool working relationship. So and yeah, I think it has been getting some good love, so it's cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what, what's not to love? I mean, you've you've got the pedal steel, you've you've got the harmonies, every, everything that you want that drives country and western music, and not even just the Americana. There's like a hint of bluegrass in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, that was the idea. When, when I when I realized, okay, I'm about to write songs and I'm about to, once I write, I'll want to record. So I, I, I will go years without writing because I don't like to write and not being able to record. That, that's yeah. case, actually. You know? So, so once, I, once I started to write this and I knew exactly what I wanted and how I wanted it to be, I, I said, I'm going to leave it naked as possible from my side, which is just guitar vocal. Yeah. And I those crazy tambourines too. And um and immediately I knew I wanted a pedal steel yeah. on the album all the, all the way and a female country vocal. And then to find them was a bit difficult because I had to find them online and I've never worked like that before, you know. So I got this guy from Nashville, John Heinrich, a pedal steel player, fascinated. Yeah. He's a multi-instrumentalist, he plays saxophone also, he tours with Ronnie Mills up and so on. And via him, I got the female vocal, Nikki Nelson. So I never met them physically, yeah. which is, I can't believe I'm working like that. I've always been in bands and we just there kind of hanging out with a cooler and smoking and getting ready to record. But this was much different, you know, so. But the those both guys in Nashville, they, they exactly what I wanted, they brought forward without, yeah. that was just them doing their thing. I, I just told them, do your thing, man. You do your thing. I. I don't know what you guys do. You just do it. You know? And what a result! Because yeah, from, from when when you listen to the album, and I've listened to, to it a lot of times, um, you can't tell that a join. You, you can't tell. Oh, this was recorded over here. This was yeah. Production yeah. is so good. The production is yeah, so yeah. Good. And the thing yeah. is so, you know rounded and well thought out and it delivers the, the punch and the kick of what a good country song is all about well thank you man yeah thank you i uh i mean the production ideas and, and all the mixing and and the editing and just getting the whole vibe together again that was done out of my sight and air again i would normally be in a studio sitting back on a sofa just listening yeah. to it but that was done by a very good friend of mine called Sean Bartholomew. He's based in uh, in Kansas, oh, but he's from that also. So yeah. we are 
friends. So it was in someone's hands who I, who I trust a lot, you know? So and every now and then he would touch base. I try not to get into too much rough mixes and all that. I just like, to, is, is it ready? Is it ready? Is it done right? Good, 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 you know? So, but <laughs> that's their, that's their strength. And so I just left it in their hands and, and trust the process, you know? So what did it feel like to you once you got your songs back? Because it's your song in your head and it's lived in your head. Then, then you've taken your hand and risked and Dan will put it into your phone. Then you've given it. It's like giving your baby to be raised up by all these other people. And now they're Yeah, 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 yeah. You're making a lot of sense there. It had, it had a bunch of fears, man, and a lot of anxieties and so on also, because as I said, I'm not used to this. I, this is my 10th album, and yeah. all nine before the band was on, you know? So just, it, that, that's why I had to have people who I could really, really trust. And, um, and it, was, it, was, it was that strange, because I am imagining what a pedal steel would sound like. There's no pedal steel in Trinidad. I I only know the sound from listening to records, right? Yeah. I, I am I am backing myself that this is gonna work and a female country vocal is gonna work around my middle strumming Caribbean sound and country Americana vibe all mixed up into one. And then these two authentic things around it. So I would mention to you the first time I heard it, because he did send a rough mix of one just just to hear what it sounds like. And I was I was totally freaked out. I mean, I, I took the headphones off and I was just like staring, you know. I finally heard it for real this time, you know, after months of it just being in my head. It was kind of crazy. And so now you've got those mixes back, you've got the finished album back. How did you think, right, you were going to be able to put, put this out to the world? Well, yeah, again, that is that is a bit weird because I, I had it in hand for about two months and I decided, look, let me try. I would send out emails all day to labels and management and so on to see if someone might be willing to get on board with me. Because I know I'm in the game long enough. I know it's difficult to even get label interest or management interest. And I was just kind of hoping I don't have to put it out on my own. But even though I, I, I'm, I'm in the game long enough, so I know it's going to be out on my own. I was prepared for that also. And, um, and yeah, I, I quickly imagine this could come across quite strange. First of all, people who have been following me for years yeah. won't be expecting this change. And people who are now hearing it for the first time still wouldn't know what to make of it. It's quite open, it's quite naked, but I am believing in it. I'm believing in the whole, this is good, this is important, this is well done. And then I realized I have to put it out on my own. No, um, no budgets for let's say PR and um, press and publicity and radio plugin and so on. So I knew I had to just really stay online and just keep it going day by day. Someone just came on board with me to help a bit with the PR, and I'm grateful for that. There's Alison Jane's in uh, in New Mexico in America with Cowgirl Zen Entertainment. So she is doing some sendouts also, and we've been getting some reviews and interviews with that. And I just, as I say, you know, I mean, that's how I met you. Yeah. And you said, hey, man, this is cool. Let's have a chat. And you do some cool podcasts and so on. So, and here's hoping, you know, one by one, it starts spreading and making some, some inroads and people hearing it. At the end of the day, you want some people to just check it out. Yeah. Now, I, I know that um, 
the, the lie that we tell ourselves is that we love all our children equally. But mm -hmm. who's your favorite from your album? Uh, I, I, I tend to look at it as a whole piece, you know, for me, like the National Trash album is like one thing in a sense, you know, because I'm not, not to say that it's a concept and all that, but there is a thread, there is a, yeah. it, it takes me back to young and middle and old and this and that. And But if I have to put my finger on one, if I have to put my finger on one, the title track is pretty crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the National Trash song is a bit crazy. So that is started. I mean, I I, I pat myself in when I when I was walking around staring at that piece of paper. I was like, whoa, that is that is cool. Um maybe this one's for you is pretty cool too. I would say maybe that. And it was one of the last written in the album, and I wasn't too yeah. sure. It just kept growing and growing on me. I mean I have to say, I love 21. And right. I, I love the street of San Fernando. I think yeah, that, that that's... Really tried, <laughs> I really yeah. It. Well, a little, a, little, a little insight into that. In Trinidad, like, for instance, the capital is Port of Spain. Yeah. So I'm in the Port of Spain area, but I was born and grew up in San Fernando, which is the south... Like you in London and it's also the talking port of Spain would be Newcastle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was born and bred in San Fernando's, but I'm, I'm living in Port of Spain more than half my life anyhow, you know. So, so it was just me going back to growing up on those streets in San Fernando. So, pretty interesting. And how did you come into music? I mean, I'm not just talking about country in America, I'm talking about, you know, your previous bands and your music meeting. What, what, what was it that, that you thought, yeah, this is what I want to do with all of my life? Yeah. Um, the thing is, I, I started late as compared to other guitar players or piano players, anything. Most of the people I meet, they always started as real teenage types. I am. Um, I, touched a guitar at maybe 19 or 20, you know? Yeah. I, but I could feel instantly that this is something. All I used to do before is just play football and hang out, you know? <laughs> and from the time I touched the guitar, it just came with everything around it. Football slowed down, cigarettes started, everything else just come. Just, I just went deep into it immediately, man. Started studying rock and roll and the history of it and... And within a year, I was on stage playing in a band and so on. And then from there, I just started, I started writing songs. And once I started writing songs, I, I think that's when I realized, well, okay, this, this is what I do. This is, if it's a gift, then so be it. Let me respect it, you know? Yeah. And how has the experience of writing songs been been for you? Does, does it get any easier, or does it still feel feel you with dread, or are you excited for that blank page? Yeah. Um. Does it get easier? I think I think it gets comfortable because in your early writing, you might be you might be kind of like, um, okay, what is this? How did I do that last one? Should I do the next one the same way? And you know, I, 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 I found out early that I would just 
leave it and let it happen, let it happen. Try not to force it and and and, and then the, for me the main thing is not worrying about influences and yeah. that this sounded like the last album and my thing is I'm gonna scream it out loud that who I'm influenced by. I mean I don't want to be here changing or he has a brand new sound. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in my influences and where they got their influences, you know? So I'm cool. I'm not about to change the world in a style and, and that's too much pressure, man. I don't want to change no world, man. I just want to, I just want to steal songs. (laughs) (laughs) So what songs were influencing you at the time that you put the album together, 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 together? Who were yeah. the artists that you think, yeah, yeah, I like that, I like some of that? Yeah, yeah, it happened in a strange way in that, as I said, I, I, I was no longer in my band and six months in and I was just doing my daily duties at home and so on or whatever. But over the past year, before that, I, I just found myself listening to a lot of country music and a lot of Americana stuff and, and a lot of songwriters. But if I have to put my finger on a couple of those while I started, just as, as I was about to start, I was, was in the middle of reading a Graham Parsons book. All right, okay. His Flying Burrito Brothers and Graham Parsons and Emily Harrison. Remember, he was close with Keith Richards and, you know... And I just started soaking in his stuff while reading the book. And I think that was the, 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 the big catalyst, you know? And I jumped straight from that book into Hank Williams. I only read biographies. I, I read hundreds of biographies, mostly musicians, football players, whatever, you know? And I went straight into Hank Williams' book after that. And I mean, Hank is Hank being 1940s, 50s, yeah. original, you know? And I would say those two were the real, real key. So it's from that from that Graham Parsons and Emmy Lou Harris connection, I got the idea of the female vocal for sure. So I needed an Emmy Lou for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and Roy Orbison and and those would be this this stuff, you know. That would be it. And then I have my so-called punk ass elements around me with Joe Strummer and John Rotten, and so some of the some of that edge would come into it also. And you can def- definitely feel that edge on nat- National Clash as well. Mm-hmm. It def- 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 yeah, there is a, a sort of, which is what I wanted, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I can't, I, I, can I say I'm, I'm playing country? I don't know if I could, I don't know. Because I, while digging the country scene, I'm, I'm realizing there's a bunch of arguments within the country element of yeah. what is what is not and what is, and I'm, I'm, I'm not about to play no part in that. I'm just there, you know? So, um, and as I say, I don't want to disrespect the art form at all because there's a lot of respect in it when it comes to talk about massive songwriters and, and the part they play and so on. So would you say that you've enjoyed this experience going into Country and then the car. Yes, I, I enjoyed it definitely because again I was left with about to write an album. What 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 can I do to to really interest me in? 
Yeah, yes, I've had a long career, but a long, unsuccessful career. So no, I mean, nobody really knows about me and my bands in the past. Yeah. There are people who know, but so I'm still new in a sense after all these years. So, so, but how do I keep myself new in my head to write songs? You know, like, hey, you know what? Let's do this. Maybe it was always in me for a long time to do this. And now that I'm on my own, I could just do it. You know, like, okay, let's do it. Now is the time. It's time to do it. Definitely. And I love that last attitude as well, because if you didn't do it now, when would you do it? When would you make exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, that was that was the, um, I think that was sort of the unconscious thinking behind it. Hey man, let's do this now. Let's just do it. You know, part of it was, part of it was it started right at the pandemic too. So maybe I was a bit kind of scared to like, all right. I, I mean, I recall. I don't know how to record stuff. I've, I've made 10 albums in my life, but I don't know how they do it, how they record and so on. Yeah. So it's not like I have stuff at home and software. And I don't know. I, I don't know how to do it. I, I purposely never wanted to know. I still don't know. So I had to even learn how to record on the phone because I actually put record all the songs on the phone in case of anything that could be my album, you know, so. Yeah. But uh, thankfully I managed to get a crowdfunding campaign going and big thanks to all of them who supported it. And then I started to put the pieces together and got the album done. And what a result. I just, I just have to say again, it's been fabulous to hear your voice. And it's a distinctive voice and you, you feel like, why haven't I heard of you before? Because <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, I'm sure I know Gar Gar Gar, you know, it's country and everything, but no, it's new. And I think it's so refreshing to be, for you to be out here with this album, with, with this music, and say, no, I'm going to take the chance, I'm going to go all in. This is how I'm going to play my card. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was it, really. And, and, I think it's going good so far. People have been checking it out, which I'm happy for because it could go totally unnoticed. I mean, now it's just being noticed, and that's good enough. I, uh, as I said, I, I learned to not expect much and just try and be honest with it and just keep moving forward. You know? Definitely. So, um, what next? How is the idea of even touring or would it be live stream? Doing more yeah, well, obviously that's the case now. It's with it being out, I'm just trying to get it moving. But uh, sadly, we are still locked down here in Trinidad. There's no yeah. live performance. There's no bars open. Nothing, you know. So, um, and I'm 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 cool with that. I'm, I have been gigging for a long time. It hasn't started hurting yet. Like I need to play. No, I'm fine. I'm yeah. cool. I would love to tour, yeah, if, if it comes to that, but um, that that will need more promo going before that comes up. And if it comes up, then I would look forward to something like that. But um, I'm not really trying to think too far ahead, man. I just just living day by day, really, and and just let's see how let's see how it gets moving, you know. Well, um, I just have to say it's been absolutely. Fabulous speaking with you, Gary. Uh, yeah, man, thanks. I've loved your voice. I loved your story. And we're wishing you every success. In that 
Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs>